You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I'm leaving you people. Then Enrique Alvarez Clary. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you guys. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. Both those open for you guys the rest of the way here, as well as the Allo Cable Stream, channel 951. 951, 951. the Allo Cable Stream. Uh, you can watch us on TV. You can watch us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter as well. We'll go ahead and bring in our uh, Friday guest, but now on a Thursday, Zach Carpenter. Zach, what's up, man? How are you doing? Pretty good, Nick. Good to have you back so I can actually come on so it's not just me and Rico. That's why I canceled last week. Yeah. I really <laughs> couldn't stand the thought of it just being me and me and him so glad to have you back well dude, yeah zach doesn't like me so he didn't come on last week and then you're gonna be gone this friday again so zach was like can i just come on thursday i only want to talk to nick and i was like you know what i get it hey it's it just doesn't feel right if it's not three of us you know like we're, we're a we're a good trio three musketeers well, but, i mean uh, no rico congrats on the new uh twitter bio that you tweeted last night hey thanks it'd be really funny if it wasn't real and i just changed my bio but it is real <laughs> Well, you had me on the hook. I was watching the whole video. I'm like, all right, what's this going to be? I thought it was going to be a joke, and then, no, it's real, so congrats. Can I Can I be honest with you, and I'm going to say this on the air for the first time so everybody can hear. I can never spell the word assistant, so the pause is not for dramatic effect. It's <laughs> That's me, what I thought it was. I'm like, all right, where are we going with this one? It's me making sure that I'm spelling it right so autocorrect doesn't fix it. Well, sometimes, I mean, it's completely ironic, but sometimes I have a hard time spelling the word intelligence. So mm, That's crazy. Um, little, little oxymoron. Well, Zach, I guess since we're talking about words, do you, do you, would you know what I mean when I say the word equivalates? Equivalates, like, compared to, like, yeah. Matt Rule's first year offseason at Baylor equates to, or equivalates? Equivalates. To, his first offseason at Nebraska? Yeah. Is that what it means? It would be in that context. It yes. is, but have you ever heard the word equivalates? I've heard equates to. I haven't heard equivalates. That's a new one. I'll have to throw oh. that in the, the new words thing, oh. the writing suggestions notes yeah. app I have. Thank you. Things like, oh, I heard that word or phrase. That's a good one to try and implement. It yeah, I don't one. think it's a real word, and I'm going to be on record as saying it is a fake word that Nick made up. That's cool. I mean, hey, new words are invented all the time. Thank you. Well, not all the time anymore. From time to time. I mean, the dictionary adds like seven or eight per year or something like yeah. that. So <laughs> hey, it's a good throw thing. Throw that one in there. It's, it's nice to finally be supported by one of my friends. So uh, we're talking to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska here. Friend is a strong As uh, Zach, you, you got to go to press conferences today. Uh, Tony White, Rob Dvorak, a couple players spoke. What what stood out? Let's start first with with Tony White, if possible. What stood out from the defense coordinator as as spring game is just a little over a week away. So yeah, there's three things that came to mind. So I'll try to run through them quickly. Um, I mean, number one was the fact that they're sort of dialing back um, some of the install, the defensive install that they're doing because uh, toward the be- beginning of spring ball, or maybe a little before, they talked about how the staff talked about how they're going to 
throw as much as as much as they could, uh, as much as they could at the at the team, like as much as they could handle. And now eleven practices in, um, he said that they're sort of pumping the brakes a bit. And because um, I mean, this off season that three three five defense can be so complex, and there can be so many moving parts and um, implementations that they can have in that defense. So, um, but what, what we've heard. Um, from guys like MJ Sherman uh, recently, John Bullock mentioned it, a couple other guys had mentioned it, is this defense is very simple in terms of it's see ball, get ball. And they talk a lot about how fast it is and how like sort of um, chaotic it is in terms of uh, rotating guys in and just, um, like I just said, the moving parts. Um, so I'm. it was interesting to hear that uh, from, from Tony White and, just looking bigger picture, I do wonder if the first season it with that new defense is going to be um, more simplified just so they can get them playing fast and not have that paralysis by analysis of um, three, four different um, uh, reads or uh, I would say progressions. Um, that's more of a quarterback thing, but essentially progressions like um, duties at your individual position on any given play. So, Maybe they keep it a lot more simplified, similar to what Bill Bush did when he took over last year. Is just keep it, um, keep it uh, a little more simple so that they can play more freely. Um, so uh, it was interesting to hear that. And then the other two were just uh, Tony White talking about the Jack position and Rob Dvorak talking about it. Just seems like the um, it, that's a. A position I think is really fun to talk about, and I mean it has a, a name, you know, the Jack. So it's a little more enticing and headline um, headline grabby. But I mean, the hybrid position, the hybrid positions, to me personally, always stand out as something that's fun and exciting to think about. Who can fit that role? What they're looking for, body type wise. And Dvorak said Dvorak talked about it a little more than than White did, but he was talking about how yeah, it's a really fun position. Uh, to play, they can use it as a recruiting tool um, for athletes. I mean, if they're wanting to get just a bunch of fast and versatile athletes on defense, then um, that could be a position that they sort of um, put in um, neon lights to say, "Hey, this is something that you could that you could play." And then um, the last one, real quick, is just the number two cornerback spot opposite Quentin Newsom. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mouth of heart dog last year, but it sounds like that. They could be moving him over a def- or a safety, but he still is repping at corner. And Tony White was asked straight up, like, do you have a number two guy locked in opposite Newsom? And he said no. Um, they have Hartzog, um, Tommy Hill, Deshaun Singleton, Javier Morton. I think he named, met, uh, mentioned one other person. And <laughs> he also threw a Miles Farmer in there as a guy who could play corner mm. with his length. I'm not sure if that's in the cards, but uh, – he did mention Miles Farmer. So that number two corner spot is something I've been thinking about recently. If they're moving Hartzog over, especially if he doesn't have that locked down. Um, so that th- those were three of the main takeaways I thought. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, positions and um, trying to get these guys in the right spots. Uh, something else that Tony White said is that all of the linebackers, they're not quite in 
locked in positions yet, you know, in, in the middle and, and both outside spots and that they're working in all three positions. And then a couple of the names that I guess I was thinking about chief borders and MJ Sherman, he mentioned as guys who were standing out really well on, on the pass rush end of things. Are those guys also, or do you know if those guys are also working in that middle linebacker spot or are they kind of um, out on the defensive end side of things? I think they're, I think they're practicing more on the defensive end, like the, um, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end type of spots, um, probably a stand-up pass rushers. But honestly, guys, it wouldn't surprise me if they were re- uh, taking reps at Mike Linebacker here and there because uh, we, we heard from Terrence Knighton uh, well, a couple weeks ago, and he was mostly talking about the young guys, but I think he was talking about um, the defensive players in totality that they uh, this time of year, spring, new staff, um, trying to figure out which guys – uh, which guys fit what roles and what they can do for them and, uh, or how the players can, can contribute um, and what specific roles they can contribute in. And he was just talking about how they're, they're repping at a ton of different, they have a ton of different guys repping at a ton of different spots. Um, so I think wouldn't totally surprise me if they were. I mean, hell, even Principal Uman Yellen was repping at middle linebacker uh, not too long ago. So a lot of interesting pieces to that. We're talking to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. And Zach, with with the spring game a little over a week away, the portal does open this Saturday, uh, the 11th. And obviously that's before the Nebraska spring game. I mean, how much, if any, attrition do we expect to see maybe starting as early as Saturday? Yeah, I'm curious about that myself because if it, it opens Saturday and you're going to have uh, what I assume will be um, pretty uh, physical scrimmage because this scrimmage is is more impactful than the spring game yeah. itself. Um, even if the spring game is, uh, if it is physical, live, quarterbacks going live, still I would imagine this, this Saturday scrimmage is even is a lot more crucial to figure out um, – Who's, who's built for this, who can contribute, and um, where the staff sees sees their future at um, at Nebraska or if they need to move on. Um, so they're at uh, – the team's at 103 or 101 scholarships, something around there. Um, I think we have it down as um, – oh, yeah, that's right. We have it down at, uh, to 98 right now, mm-hmm. so still around that 100 mark. Need to get down to 85, which again, I mean, became a talking point, but I think it's settled down a bit because I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. It never really is um, across across the country. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to see attrition. I mean, they've talked about before the coaching staff has how many defensive backs they have. They're still loaded numbers wise in that position group. Um, so I'm obviously not going to speculate on who. Yeah. Could be um, moving on, but I mean, I think the coaches were telling us something without telling us when they uh, they continue to mention how many defensive backs they have, and um, even if the guy's talented, like yeah, this other guy, this other guy fits what we want to do a little bit, a little bit better. And Rule said that he's going to be brutally honest with uh, with the guys when he meets with them, all of them individually after um, after the spring game, but. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe we see some uh, some tra- one or two transfers out on uh, after Saturday's scrimmage, but it remains to be seen. I just know, or I feel pretty confident we'll see some um, during that what, April 15th through 30th, uh, mm-hmm. that window. 
One last one for you, Zach, before before we let you go. Um, when you look at the spring game, I mean, visit list, I guess, Dylan Riola obviously not coming to Lincoln anymore. Uh, and it feels like not a whole lot of people are talking about what many uh, a couple weeks ago would have thought. This is going to be a pretty big weekend, another big recruiting weekend. Is it still going to be that way with some some – I know Brandon Baker, the number one offensive lineman, is coming back and visiting Nebraska once again. But other than that, I mean, what what is the visit weekend shaping up to look like uh, for the spring game on the 22nd? Yeah, I think it's still going to be a, a big weekend and an impactful weekend. Um, but I think the staff showed us they made it clear they wanted the March uh, 25th or the yeah the March 24th or 26th weekend to be the big one. And it's probably um, I would imagine. A lot of that has to do with they have more time. They have more time to spend, and um, they have their first uh, fully padded practice during that time. Um, so you get to see more of the act, more of how the how practices are actually run, and how um, the uh, behind the scenes more how that goes. But um, I, I would still imagine that yeah, this uh, the spring game is going to be. The backdrop for another big weekend. I mean, it's it's Nebraska, so it's they're going to be a ton of fans there. It's going to be really like exciting. I'm I'm assuming the weather. I looked at the forecast, but I think the weather is going to be um, pretty nice. So uh, I I would imagine that it's going to be maybe not as as big time in terms of the depth and talent that uh, the depth and numbers and talent at, as that big weekend. But I mean, kind of hard to. Um, whereas if we bill it as the, the biggest recruiting weekend or the biggest recruiting week, weekends in Nebraska football history, or at least recent history, um, it's going to be hard to follow that up three weeks later with, or four weeks later, um, with, uh, with another one that's just as, uh, just as extravagant. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really interesting. Uh, the weather for that day, high of 64 with a chance of morning showers, with a 15 mile an hour wind, Perfect. so it might be might be a little breezy, but uh, seems to be okay. At least it's not snow, and at least it's not um, the run the ball really, crowd will love it. Really, really cold either. So, all right, hey Zach, appreciate it as always, man. Uh, thanks for thanks for switching days, and we'll uh, talk to you next Friday ahead of the spring game. All right, appreciate you guys for having me on. Have a good one. That is Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate his time as always. Uh, interesting stuff there on on the recruiting weekend. I, I think because I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's it feels like not a whole lot of people are are thinking about the recruiting weekend. Um, the since talks, since let's be real, the number one recruit in the country is not coming. Yeah, the talks have calmed down since since Dylan Raiola yeah. announced that he wasn't coming. Everybody just seems to be like, oh, the spring game's just another recruiting weekend. Like, no, yeah. it's still it's still huge. Still a lot of opportunity. Um, let's go ahead and take our final time out. When we come back, Stricken Austin will join Rico for the crossover here on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.